Welcome, everybody, to the TZR Podcast, episode 165. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Liz Lysui. Hello. I'm joined by Justin Chow. Hello. And oh, Alex Shock. <laughs> What's up? What's happening, everybody? Welcome to this post-E3 world of not very much news happening, because everybody blew their load last week. So. Yeah. Yeah, E3. Uh, also, I don't like that analogy very much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we, we do have some updates to the things said on... Uh, you know, during the week of E3, updates to games like Jedi Fallen Order, the Avengers, as well as stuff like Pokemon and Breath of the Wild. Mm. But before yeah. we get into all of the news, there is much to discuss in Life World. Life and, World. And, and, you know, video games and such. Let me tell you guys about my morning. Okay, tell me about your morning. Have you ever had such a rough night's sleep that you woke up and rage ordered a pillow? <laughs> <laughs> no, because that sounds amazing. What I, happened? I did that this morning. You know, what happened? What I don't know. I, I woke up and I was like, "Oh my god, my neck hurts so bad!" And I look behind me and I've just got this sad, <laughs> crumpled up piece of nothing pillow. And I'm like, "This is terrible. Uh, Fuck it. I'm ordering a pillow right now." So I like furiously six thirty in the morning get on my phone and Allie like can clearly see that I'm doing something and I'm just like, <laughs> like going on. So I'm googling like best pillow 2019 <laughs> <laughs> was it question is it the purple pillow that it's I, not the purple it, pillow does, do people actually like those based on the reviews so i the found purple, i've heard the purple mattress is pretty good yeah it seems based odd. on one of my friends has it and she like says jelly her mattress something. is always Silica? cool like I, that's that whole thing oh, I so it. i'm all about she's like she says that she gets cold in her mattress yeah i've heard the uh the purple pillow smells really bad because it's like some weird plasticky dusty shit i don't know the one that i looked memory foam things smell bad at first and then they yeah it's not memory air, foam the purple pillow is plastic smell. yeah but i thought i don't know i thought the same rules would apply for some reason <laughs> okay um no so the one that i found is called the extreme comfort something something it's made out of bamboo silk and shredded memory foam and it's oh, supposed yeah, to that's what my pillow is right now is it it's shredded memory it's all about foam. The shredded memory yeah foam it's nowadays. supposed to be hypoallergenic yep, and very comfortable good. and i same day ordered it from amazon so i'm curious to see if it actually shows that's up today hilarious. you can adjust those too i mean that's like their whole thing they're you shredded take... you can ingest them no you can take them the memory foam yeah out. when you're hungry oh, <laughs> you can oh. Just, oh i was yeah. like what, you want to eat no. your pillow if they're too tall you can you can adjust them so ah very you should keep a pretty flat pillow on yeah. your bed. I will, it's the, I will try this one out for size. It's the hefty ones that cause neck problems. So. Uh, I'll have a full review ones. next week. My current one is just like a the... straight piece of garbage. So, so, quick story. My brother had terrible, terrible pillows on his bed. Yeah. Just because he just... We're just the type of people that something's good enough for a long time. Yep. Yeah. So, That's about right. Yeah. So, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, this is fine. This works. And then his girlfriend came over. They first started dating after like three weeks she was like i have to tell you i can't sleep on your pillows anymore (laughs) (laughs) they're so wildly uncomfortable like i i i i she didn't she's just so nice so she would never say like please get new pillows she was just like i have to tell your pillows are so uncomfortable yeah i get such a bad night's sleep well honestly good good for her to speak up the next time she came over she brought pillows he had new he's like i want online i like looked at the best pillow and i got my new pillow and i have new pillow he was so excited what pillow did he get so remember and then i asked her i was like so that's great how are they she's like they're okay no like why he was like so proud of how great his pillows were so it sounds like this girl's a pillow snob i think (laughs) she should break up with her i don't know 
Uh, See, nothing's ever good enough. Like, I love doing that research and getting that best thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he gets that once. I do that, like, three times a week. <laughs> like, I, see, like I, I like having that that best thing. I feel yeah. like if you get, like, the best pillow, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a bad thing. I'm going to say, like, you're not going to notice it because and maybe that's the best performance is that when you don't notice it, right? Because yeah. when you do notice it, that's probably bad. I want to get into bed, put my head down, and be comfortable. Like, that, that's where I'm at right now because, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm, like, trying to yeah. shuffle some shit around and whatever. And Ali's oh, like, no. oh, like, I got these at Craft and Barrel, so they're supposed to be nice. Bullshit. They were not comfortable. Well, this is why I buy everything online. I need those reviews. Yeah. I need to know other people's stupid faces mm. are comfortable, and I need them to tell me. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I can't just walk into a store like some animal and pick up the first pillow I see. Because yeah. you know what? I have done that, and those pillows got flat. Yeah. They were sucked. They might be good at first. And these pillows I've had now that I got online, great pillows. There you go. Tempur Pedic pillows. Lasting forever, Bam. probably gonna have them until I die. It's a perfect, Wait, per- perfect example. That's if a we're review. talking, if we're talking about random things, can I add in one random thing that <laughs> I all, not video game related at all, but I, mean, I thought was fascinating? New, new we're in Life World so. right now. Okay, yeah. Life World. Let me talk to you about something that happened to me. I went to an actual mall for the first time in a fucking long time, and wow. in this wow. mall, Short Hills Mall, right? I found a store called Beta. Have you ever heard of the store before? I would were never shop there. This? Yeah, I, you were talking. I was like raving about it at one point because I'm like, this is such a genius. Goddamn it, it is, business cool. idea. It's cool. It's like beta, like... B-E-T-A. Okay. Yeah. Explain the, it. The yeah. entire idea is all of those really pricey, cool tech gadgets that you see on Kickstarter or whatever, they literally and sign up partnerships with these companies to then have a store so you can literally have the showroom experience there and you could try them there and then all their staff is like um, like trained on each of the items. And you're like um, playing with fucking robots. You're playing with like translators, the one great. wheel skateboard thing that i've always wanted to try so if, it's, if it's like a kickstarter store then wouldn't most of it be like empty <laughs> no all of it got them pre- uh, <laughs> all of it's post kickstarted stuff i see and all of it's like stuff that you've seen online but you can't try it's because there's no use. stores right sorry that's cool so wait so the the critical detail is, is like you've been talking about this one wheel for like years yeah no it's eighteen hundred dollars did, did you but did you try it uh no because I had to sign a waiver and go outside with it and then get a hair like get the helmet get on. a haircut get a haircut <laughs> I did the haircut. Did you watch the uh, Corridor Digital crew yeah I like, watched all their videos on it yeah first of all channels awesome both of their channels Corridor Digital and their Corridor crew channel I've been but, watching yeah. their uh, commentary on uh, visual how good effects is, how good yeah. is that it, it's, it's good it's really good. it's very but interesting that, that I'm learning one, about that field of that study that one guy yeah. I still don't know their names but he has he the headphones like, guy the, the one he small lives guy. by the, he lives yeah. by the one wheel. He travels to work with it every day, and yeah. he like modded it so that he can charge it with his backpack at one point or something. And what fucks a one wheel. It's okay. Basically, it's exactly what you think. Sorry. Basically, it's uh, like a platform with a giant like go kart tire in the middle of it, and it works like a um, like a Segway, except for it's only one wheel. You're not like you're not turning so on it's like four. A skateboard? It's motorized. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it feels more like a, a snowboard. Minus the like slide. Think of just a piece of so plywood. So which way are you going? Like which way are you moving? Forward. Perpendicular from the board no, or no, in the parallel? The wheel is here. Your feet are here. Yeah. So imagine yeah. So, yeah. just like a plank of and wood and a wheel's in the middle, forward. and you, so you and you okay. tilt forward and it goes forward. Yeah. Skateboard okay. with one so wheel do, in the middle. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So there you do ride it like a skateboard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like you need to be in urban environments or something to really like get uh, some good. Except for that, that guy does did off road. He rode up the. Oh yeah, the one wheel you can use on like off road and stuff. He replaced his tire, but yeah, that was cool. It was interesting. But anyway, going back. Hmm? Would you ride it up a mountain? Probably not. Yeah. I probably just. It's not really many mountains in our area. I have a longboard. I used to use that in the city all the time. I don't use that here because if you ride around in Westfield in a suburban area, people are like, "How old are you? And why are you riding a skateboard right mm-hmm. now? You could drive." A car. But I also wouldn't ride that around like New York City, which is where I was. I, I, I did. 
It was dangerous. Many yeah, people do that, but yeah, that's going to be hella I mean, dangerous. I know you can. I just personally would never do that. Yeah. It's yeah. just like too See, much. what? So there's there no good... That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, You can't be suburban. It can't be urban. It has to be some sort of like hybrid Jersey City type area. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, there <laughs> it is. It. <laughs> so going back to it, the beta story is really interesting. The business model is really cool. interesting. I, I like that idea. I thought it was cool. Um, Very cool. On the side of that, if we're still talking about real life stuff, <laughs> I bought five games in one day. That's you what? Five games? Game I stuff. bought five games. What kind of not games? all for you, though. Wait, so this doesn't have to do with the beta. Stuff. Four games, sorry. I bought... No, this is on the side. Okay. This is like, I'm, I'm bored and I don't. I want to play a game and so Dragon Justin, Quest. What are you playing? There you go. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, this is a good yeah, team. Four is, new games. New game Four new games. Tell me. Okay. Cadence of Hyrule, good which one. I will uh, say, yeah. I did start playing that on single player, like you told me, Justin. Way that is the way. Wait, is, is there the another way to play it? You can play co-op. It's still fun, but it's a different game. Yeah, it's totally different. Who would you play with? My sister. So the reason why I bought all these games is because my sister's back home. And now that she's living with me, I can actually like play games with her, like whatever. And right. she's looking for things to do. So I'm like, just buy a bunch of games. That's she wanted cool. to play scary games. So I ended up buying Resident Evil 7. Great game. Try that in VR. Mm-hmm. I did man up and tried it. Terrifying. It is horrifying and also <laughs> sickening. And then second off, I did buy uh, Resident Evil 2 Remastered. Haven't played it yet. That game is fantastic. I know. I'm pretty excited fantastic. about it. Fantastic. And then the other one is toad's treasure tracker that's I a cool game it, i heard it's, it's a, awesome that's an easy like it's it's not difficult it's easy. you know it's a uh it's, like it's a kind of a mindless mind game yeah also like it it is deceptively long like that game yeah. is really significantly longer than you think it is does it get like in like did the puzzles I'm not gonna get tell like you. cool <laughs> the puzzles get significantly more difficult yeah. and the game is significantly longer than you think it is can i say there's one gripe about the game so far that i've had is that you're toad well, no, I love being towed, but it's the really? camera. One person controls the camera, or two people control the camera, but you're fighting for the camera, and it's like a single oh. board game level, three dimensional. You, so you, you have to establish who's the alpha man. Right, exactly. When me and Allie play. I'm like, I'm cameraman. You're, you're gonna would, figure it out. I'm cameraman. Be the it's you're the, ta- you're the tails. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, not just frustrating, but it's like it's almost like nauseating to like. That's not. I didn't. I can't even see my character now. Right. Like, damn, like what? That is all right. Fine, no. you move, and then I'll. Go. It makes me a little sick. Yeah. Like, well, watching the thing is, somebody play makes me a little sick. Yeah. The key is you need to abuse the bubble in two player, and definitely have one person controlling the camera. Mm. So the bubble is if you push in the right stick or whatever, you can just like the second player just immediately flies to where the first player is. Oh, I see. It makes it way easier. I remember playing Tales of Symphonia. Which is an, a JRPG. Oh yeah, I played that multiplayer. But it had a co-op mode, which was weird. But it only so it was sort of like mode. this side-scrolling only sort in of battle, thing, right? Yeah. Except yeah, only in battle. Except like so, it'd be focused on me, and Jeff would be like fighting, and then he'd just like move off screen, and he was just an arrow fighting someone. Yeah, it's funny. The um, what you call it when uh, when my friends and I were playing that game, we were like, let's just test this multiplayer, and we were like way far into the game. Yeah. And like the second you have like a human-controlled other party member. All of the fighting became so trivial. Oh, I like bet. you just like destroy people, and I was like, "Wow, this game is like not balanced for multiplayer." Because like your AI mm-hmm. people are just dumb. Like they just they use their ability sometimes. Well, and, like, that you game's know. cool because it gave you. It was one of those games that let you preset commands yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and give them higher priority, which I thought was. Yeah, cool. I like, love that about Final Fantasy Twelve. That was but really when cool you one. add a human to that, like, yeah, I can yeah, imagine breaks the game. Mm-hmm. Breaks the game. So those are all really great games yeah. that you're playing right now. Pretty excited. Dumped a bunch of money into that. That's, That's pretty fine. awesome. Liz, what are you playing? <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Still? <laughs> <laughs> Find oh a God. new game. Come on, we're no, playing, we're playing Apex, too. Yeah, we're playing, yeah. 
The new, yeah, some the updates on Apex games. is nice. Yeah, the updates to Apex are like really, yeah. really nice. With the so game, wait, did we? Did you? Did you talk to him about the dragons? No. Dragons. There's oh, dragons in the game. There's now. dragons. Wait, okay. tell him how it came down. Game okay, 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 okay. So right. let's let's set the scene for us. Yeah. So we're dropping in. This was last night. We're dropping in. And as we're we're flying towards relay, right? Kind of a hot drop. Kind of a hot drop. Hot drop. And as we're dropping, uh Alex is like, Yo, are any other teams here? I, I think Liz was guiding us and like Alex is like, Yo, are there any other teams? So I'm looking around and I'm like, No, I don't see anybody and then I was like, Oh wait, no, I totally do see someone. They're they're over there and I was like, Wait a minute. No, that's a that's a fucking pterodactyl. Like, why why is there a pterodactyl well, he here? Pterodactyl was like, oh, okay, it's just a pterodactyl. And then like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're like, and oh, that, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's definitely a pterodactyl. So, it's not another team. Don't worry about it. So I was like, we, I've never seen this. Like, hold on. So then we land, and I look up at it, and I'm like, yo, that pterodactyl's carrying a purple box right now. And you guys he are was like, the only but like me, yeah. we had moved. They're all like, yeah, well we, on. They're all like, we're like, uh-huh, doing okay. they're all like, yeah, what are you talking about? What? You don't understand. It's a box. I'm gonna shoot at it. Yes. Oh, all right, whatever, so I start Turbo, shooting. Fun. <laughs> so I start shooting this pterodactyl, and it uh, it like takes damage or whatever, and drops the box. And I was like, "What the fuck?" So then I run over to the box and I open it up. I'm like, "There's some great shit in here." There was like a purple shield, a purple knockdown shield, uh, an R99, and like something else. I'm like, "This is fucking legit." And then like as we walk away, we're like, ever we're all dumbfounded. I'm like, "Dude, what the fuck is this?" <laughs> and they're all like, "You're making it up. There's no way." And then they see the purple armor come on. And they're like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> And then, like, as we go back, I'm like, see, look, there's the box. There's the box. So I go over and I look at it. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, Gangsta J something something. I'm like, this is Jason's username, isn't it? I was like, Liz, come they're look like at this. Boxes. And and Liz looks at it and she's like, this is Jason's name? What it the blew like, our mind. Jason, like, walks in from the other room and is like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why am I Like, he's not right playing. Now? And we're like, what? what happened here? So you guys don't know this. He took a selfie with. That's awesome. <laughs> I was awesome. like, I was looking at it, and he starts taking photos of it. So I hovered over it, and then I see him just be like, turn around, just. <laughs> so it was his. That's it, hilarious. With, yeah, yeah, with his box that had his name on it. So, so it's his death box, but he wasn't in the game. No, correct. He was not playing. Yeah. So so, so we was this like a random. So we continued the game, and this happened a second time in the same game. As we were walking around, we saw another pterodactyl. Yeah. At the time, I called it a penguin, and oh, it was like, <laughs> let's shoot this down. And when we shot it down, we looked at the name on it, and it was actually somebody else's name. It was like. Uh, Another Truso. Yeah, this yeah. was this was uh, Dave's Dave's yeah. handle, and I was like, "This uh... is weird." So then Liz got into like hardcore detective mode. She's like, "Hold on, hold on, I'm figuring this <laughs> out right time. now. Google I'm figuring time. this out." So, so they're uh, called flyers. Okay, and they're and dragons. They, yes, that turns out they're not pterodactyls. Like, we, we penguins, kinda, penguins don't fly. And as you see them kind of flap, you can kind of tell that they're they're dragons and not pterodactyls. But okay. Okay. we had just we, been referring to them as dinosaurs. So. We latched onto the first, yeah, yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah. There's the big walker. Yeah, things. the big walker things. We yeah. also were like, those are also dinosaurs. like the headlines that we found were very misleading. They're like, there are dragons in Apex. <laughs> yes, like, that's right. Dragons, and it's like <laughs> it literally could be fucking anything. You're not interacting with a dragon. It's not breathing fire. It's uh. just like. It's just a fucking thing that's flying. But anyway, but go ahead. So, and they apparently carry boxes with any... It doesn't have to be... With a friend. It doesn't have to it's be a friend that host- plays Apex or whatever. It's yeah. just the host's friend friends list. list. So, uh, I, w- I wanted to ask you this after we figured that out. How many people are on your friends list, Liz? Not very many. Uh, okay. uh, well, I, I don't like, know. Like 12? I'm just 16, like, It's pretty crazy that the first one we come across... Was well, no, I, I was that the was host. So odd. I was the host. Yeah. And I, oh, good point. Yeah. And so I have we think it's the fifty host. plus friends wow. on my friends list. So maybe it was like so that was really it was like maybe it looked for overlapping friends between all of maybe you. Maybe it uh, maybe Liz's 
uh, PlayStation camera was on and it saw Jason was in the room <laughs> and they're like, we're going to fuck with PlayStation, them right now. PlayStation, Sony's not Google, all right? <laughs> Either way, yeah. it was a pretty big, like, I think it was a pretty big coincidence. We eventually realized it had to be the host because, like, the next box we found was somebody that only... Yeah, it was so I was like, all right, well, we're both still friends right. with Cannon uh, with a Gun. This is not narrowed down for us. And yeah. then we eventually found somebody that was just Okay, just yeah, friend. that was a very fascinating Maybe it was discovery. whoever was, like, online. Oh, but so Jason apparently he was not. No, he wasn't. So apparently they stealth dropped this update, and now there are dragons in Apex. Why would, like all uh, the updates they've had, what, they didn't mention anything about it. Why would they put your friends' names on there? Maybe well, to be like, "Hey, friend who doesn't play Apex, you are I mean, in my game." Ha 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 ha. What ha. day is it? What's it's Apex? The nineteenth, oh, well, right. and on the second or the fifth or something, they're coming out with season two. It's coming, yeah, it's coming out soon. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you so kind of get it reinvigorated, get your friends. So it's actually a genius if that was the plan because like, that's happening now. And there yeah. must be some sort of change coming to the map that's going to like evolve. That's the theory: is that like there's going to be some sort of something that involves some, the dragon a, a map two. event. I, yeah. I think what was so that's cool for me cool. is flyers. that Sorry. we're all pretty plugged into the gaming industry. And I mean, I just sent you guys an article on season two changes, yeah. and we drop into the game, and there's this new feature none of us had heard about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Th- this this happened. So I was playing with my brother uh, like a few months back before Octane came out, and while he and I were playing, we found the jump pads just sitting around, and that was another discovery. Yeah, where we're yeah. like, what the I hell? Like, what is this doing in here? Yeah, so like, it's cool. That, like, I hope that most like, of their before Octane was released, like, like his uh, oh. ult was just the jump pad. They were just like, yeah. they would yeah. just randomly find jump pads. You'd be like, oh my god, like did they release Octane already? Yeah, like, is there an Octane running around here? Jump pads everywhere oh, to, cool. to hype up the game. So, so they, hopefully, it's part of season two, and they explain it more. But they even added like voice lines. Like yeah. my character was like, "Hey, look, it's a flyer. Shoot it down. Yeah, I just yeah. shot a flyer. Yeah, like that's how people know what they're called and know what they're." It, it's it adds an interesting mechanic because now you're looking up instead of looking in front of you. It's yeah. like it, it's pretty interesting. And they're they're everywhere. Yeah, it's pretty I awesome. Played a couple more games after that, and they were all over the place. You guys yeah. got to stop playing with each other and leaving me out. I was about to jump on <laughs> and play by myself, and then I was like, "Man, this sucks." And then I was like, "Somebody stream." So I could watch you guys play Dude, and then be part to. of your party. The PlayStation streaming thing is, like, not working. I, I legit yeah, tried try. to. Mm. And the funny thing is, is I tried to literally right before the dragon happened. And I was like, Damn. Yeah. So that would have been cool to see. We used the, uh, one of the updates, for those who don't know, the the wall. What am I, what, the outside. The ring? the ring. Thank you. I was like, what is that word? The ring does a lot more damage now. Oh, um, ridiculous amounts. So at the end of. We won our final match. Yes, we we used it to our advantage because there were the two teams fighting really close to the ring. Mm -hmm. But then we saw them all start running away from the ring. So that's when we started started running them down. And only one guy made it out, and he tried to sneak around and kill us. Who got that kill? It wasn't. It was one of you guys. I think Liz got it. Yeah, Yeah. you guys went around the rock. That was kind of cool. MVP. It It was pretty pretty great match. Apex is uh, still a fun game. Still fun. Still a fun game. Yeah. Con- continuing to be fun. Yeah, Agreed. it's still a bummer that it's only three player though. Because you threw a plan the other day, and I literally was so sad that I just played by myself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. That's just it, but I was like... Jason, Man. put away your other PlayStation, so now you have to play yeah, by yourself. Yeah, so it's just me. <laughs> wow. So, Alex, I know you're playing Apex. What uh, What else are you playing, if anything new? Uh, I'm on... I'm, like, sad. Because okay. I, I haven't had a game to play since Persona. I did beat Persona. There are so many good games out right now, so, and so many good ones so coming out. I have out, a lot like, of games on my shelf that I didn't, I hadn't played. So I just started popping them in, yeah, just to see if something would like catch my attention. Sure. Like I tried Bullet Storm, like yeah. the remastered version. Did you ever play it on Xbox or no? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. I liked it for like an hour and a half or so, and then I kind of got repetitive. I tried that, Mother. That Gun- adds up. That's that's about right. <laughs> I got Mother Gunship. I don't know that game. Um, it, it's kind of cool. It's like a first person shooter where. You get all these different gun attachments for your mech that you are, 
So you have to fit them all together okay. and make sure that like there's enough space for them and you're allocating resources and stuff like oh, that's that. That's kind of cool. Well, I like that concept FPS. a lot. Yeah, it was like Armored Core. But it was more a... Um, right, but... What's the like chaotic type of shooter? Or like an arcade? Uh, yeah, like a Galaga. Like a shmup? A bullet yeah. hell? Uh, right, like a shmup bullet hell. That's what this kind of game is. So you, I see. You're just running around and there's all the shit flying at you and it got kind of old. Gotcha. First person games like that are typically pretty weird. Yeah. In my experience. It it didn't have a great flow to it. So, what? I don't know. I put something else in last night and I didn't. Oh, uh, Magic. Mages of Mistralia. Oh, yeah. Did you see me playing it? No, you you. you told me, yeah. I didn't actually start playing it, but. So, I don't know. I just don't have. I do have Cadence, but I'm using that as a. uh, As like my train commute game. Yeah. Because that's a pretty good one to just like pop in and pop out. Yeah, but Dude, uh, so can, I'm playing. Can I hear more so, about Cadence? I, okay, I'm glad you asked that question. Yeah, I, I really, I, really I want to talk about it. it. And I, it's pretty great. Let it, me I, let like, me tell you about this game. Trying not to buy anything until I finish this. So okay, so Cadence of Hyrule is okay, it's really fantastic. So remember before this game came out, I was talking about how much I disliked uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer and how yes, hard it was. So that processing. that game is specifically really, really difficult because it's intended to be extra heavy on roguelike elements, right? Like, totally randomly generated dungeons, like, very difficult situations that you have to math out. All of the weapons you get are totally different and kind of, like, weird to learn how to interact with stuff. So Crypt of the Necromancer yes. had nothing to do Necro- with Zelda? Dancer, no. Okay. Well, it, I mean, it was there's, just, like, a interesting crossover storyline, but, like, well, like, no, no, no. The first game. Girl, like the how? first game. Oh, 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 yeah, so, okay. yeah, the first game had nothing to do with anything. It was It's totally its own thing. It's okay. about this girl who's like... Her name is Cadence, going... by the way. No, her name's Trill. <laughs> no, tr- isn't Trill the... Uh... Are you just saying things? No, no, no. The Put fairy? Out there? Because the girl... The, yeah, Trill the tr- might be the fairy. Trill's yeah, the Trill's fairy. the fairy. Cadence is the girl. Uh, no. So you always have to question him. He says things with such confidence. Uh, and yeah, like, I'm the fairy drops is like, I'm Trill. Literally, what are you doing here? Literally, when she said, to, when you're playing as like Link or Zelda, when you talk to her and she introduces herself as Cadence, I was like, oh, that's funny. Cadence of Hyrule. It's like, oh, So it's lame. the same character in both games, then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. And you're fighting against this like weird like demon guy that like. Do you have to play? You start up the game. Do you have to play as Cadence? No, well, you play as her in the beginning, and then after that... And then you find Zelda. Or yes, then, like, so, and you get to choose right. whether or not you want to go into either one of those dreams. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so okay. so basically, yes, her name is Cadence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. so, so yeah, so, so Crypt of the Necro- Necrodancer has all of these roguelike elements that really were, like, unappealing un- to me, right? So what makes Cadence of Hyrule so much more interesting is, like, as the game starts out, it, it introduces you to these new characters, right? Obviously, the whole thing is themed to Zelda, but instead of being a totally randomly generated game, you actually are interacting with, like, a legitimate world map. Mm. And, like, much better. And, like, as you go around, you're not, like, finding infinitely spawning enemies or any of this stuff. It's like, you go on a screen, and there are enemies there, and you have to use the rhythm game mechanic to kill those enemies, and then once they're dead, you can just free roam. You can just walk around normally. And each enemy has a different like beat to them mm-hmm. like so they have different ways to beat them or like to kill them like they have, you have to like patterns. learn right. right yeah so like some of them only move in diagonal some of them uh take two beats to move forward some of them yeah. uh move and then attack some of them when they see it. you they'll they'll like come yeah, charging it makes towards a really you. cool like bait and like jump out of the way and, and then su- attack i'm surprised you didn't say this right away 
the music is awesome. Yeah, it's that, a mix that, of that's kind of that's so kind of the that's kind of the last like amazing yeah. part about it is that like the whole package is wrapped in this amazing amazing soundtrack that's like that has elements like like it's clearly Zelda inspired, but it is almost wholly unique. Like it really has its no. own. There's Zelda. There's Zelda songs. Oh no, there's, there's Zelda. There's Zelda, Zelda songs, songs, but yeah. they're like but they're very stylized to this oh, like yeah. like upbeat techno yeah. dancey sure. kind I, of thing. I guess I'm just saying, and they're, then they're and recognizably then, oh for Zelda sure yeah. for sure they're, yeah they're taking stuff from both like I've during the dungeons there's Link's Awakening stuff, and then during the uh, like the outside world there's a lot of like links to the past. A lot of like the the visual assets too look yeah. like links to the past. It's so cool. Do you know how yeah. this game came to be? Uh, I don't know how the partnership like came to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. It's crazy. Like, how did they? And then Zelda. There's a few directs ago where they were like, the... "Well, this is coming out," and then I was like, "That looks yeah. cool, actually." I mean, Nintendo has only twice before licensed Zelda properties. One right? time to Philips, which went over fantastically, and then Capcom when they uh, released Link to the Past. But I on think they've been GBA. doing it more often. And uh, Minish Cap, they did. I mean, they've been um, doing their mobile games. They've been shopping that out. Not Zelda, though. Like, Ze- like Zelda specifically, that I feel like is a pretty protected franchise. True. So it is interesting to see them handed to an indie dev. Um, right? That's what yeah. seems odd to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, is it's, it's a very... So, like... So as as you play the game and you start to, like, see its progression curve and all this stuff, like, it doesn't really handle itself like a, a roguelike in... Men- like you do die it's not necessarily permadeath because there are uh there are permanent elements to it like if you find heart pieces like you gain those hearts forever uh as you find new weapons certain weapons you get to keep forever and they're like really really powerful like as you continue to play the game so it is like naturally evolving as well as giving you items like in all the other Zelda games where you get like you know a hook shot and a bow and arrow and an ice rod and all this sort of stuff like all of that truly does affect the way that you play the game and kind of like extends the bounds of where you can explore to. Um, and it's just like, it, it, it has now sort of transformed in my mind from a, an indie game, right? Like Crypt of the Necrodancer is a game that basically exists almost completely on mechanic, right? Where it's like, this is just, this is just yeah, how you play it for the story. The gimmick yeah. is the mechanic. Whereas uh, Cadence of Hyrule is like, it's almost like, literally its own Zelda game because like there are there are previous games like Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons that have a or like Minish Cap that have a specific mechanic about it that changes the way the game mm-hmm. plays like in Minish Cap you can just be tiny like whoa right. right in this game it's like you're playing a proper Zelda game but it has this mechanic where it, it's also a rhythm game you know uh it's it's just like really intoxicating like I don't know after after starting that game I got really wrapped up into it and after the first like hour or so I was like okay this game is great like it moved from like good to like really legit solid game and apparently it's not very long I've I've heard the common thread that is that the game is under five hours long to beat uh, I don't know if that's hundred percenting it's it. only like four temples I believe it's four dungeons and a final dungeon is my impression of it. And um, no, no, you're not having prob- any problems with like the difficulty or with the no. Like it, it feels natural to. It well, seems like, like, like watching get... it seems like a very odd. Like I'm like, how am I gonna figure this? It out? like forces you to make decisions, and there's like a really cool like multiplier effect that makes you want to continue going. So everything is urging you to like continue moving forward and like mm-hmm. attacking and you learn the enemies yeah. pretty well like the patterns are simple but the patterns feel good to master yeah it's you know? gonna it's gonna take you a good like 30 minutes to an hour to really like feel like you understand how the game works mm-hmm. but then once you sort of get into that rhythm the whole like rhythm game mechanic 
while it is like obviously the most predominant thing that's happening, it almost like fades to the background and you're almost like looking at other elements of the game, like what's going on in this map? Like, how do I figure out this puzzle? Like, how do I maneuver this dungeon and stuff? And that's just sort of like the medium in which you're doing these things, which is why I, I am now looking at it like this is just a proper Zelda game. Like, I'm, I'm engaging with it the same way that I do in a Zelda game where it's like, oh, I'm on a new screen. Maybe I can bomb one of these walls or like, oh, like I'm in this dungeon. Like, let me figure out how to move this block to yeah. this thing or how where do I find the boss key or whatever. But and like the 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 rhythm game mechanic is kind of just like the palette that it's colored with. It you kind know? of bled over into my real life, actually. Like really? I was playing it and then I put it down and then I was like, I wanted all my movements like just yeah, yeah. My, uh, my thought process was was in like bump, beats. bump, bump. Yeah, yeah just yeah. in in se- right. Yeah, and that felt weird. It's <laughs> yeah. it's cool though. It's a really so, really but it's not always like you're not always doing the rhythm thing. Not no. always, which right? is which is honestly the so first can, thing that like, made me like to... like that game because yeah. like when you go in, it's like it's so. Remember like Zelda One or. Uh, links to the past where it's like a top-down Zelda and once you go into mm-hmm. a screen it's like there might be like a couple goblins or bokoblins or fucking octoroks or whatever like it's basically like the the rhythm game mechanic turns on when there are enemies on right. screen and then once you kill them then it's like yeah you just can just walk around yeah. at whatever pace you want That's cool. um you still move with like little hops which is yeah. kind of funny <laughs> but uh but it, it made the game way more approachable because it feels like there's a sense of like finality to things like uh-huh. crypto the necrodancer the original one was very exhausting to me because it's like y- there was no break, break. Like, like you are you just always an to the song exactly you like play a rhythm game you're play you play a two-minute song and then yeah. you're done you sit for a minute and, and then you start a new game and this is this is another testament to the soundtrack and why the soundtrack's so cool because it's like so there are, are different like venues right like there's like gerudo valley and there's a fucking forest and all this stuff and as you're fighting enemies it Biomes. has thematic music that goes to those sections but then it's like there's the active battle music and then it has like this subdued sort of like neutral calm music after you kill everything which just makes it like oh like you kind of exhale for a moment and be like okay now i can explore now i can music in the start screen too yeah just, i don't know just really really nice music sets the tone for any like environment yeah it's it's really great it's like I would highly, highly recommend playing that game. Yeah. Game I would of highly, the year. Highly oh, no. playing that game. Yeah. Yeah. I like rhythm games. Yeah, it's fun. I, I think you would take to it really, really nicely. Yeah. It's no, fun. You do. I don't know if you actually, Alex or Chow, if you guys have ever dabbled in rhythm games before. I've never heard you mention DDR? Everyone spent a, a, DDR. a season we had with DDR rock band. Yeah, yeah, we used to play rock, rock band. band. Yeah, I had rock band all of it downstairs. Yeah. Rock band 1, 2, 3, and the Beatles all the time. And I had the stupid piano, which... Bad, bad, bad yeah. move. I feel like there's a difference between like instrument rhythm games yeah. and like rhythm. This doesn't even well, feel like a. This does not feel like a rhythm game. Like Thumper, yeah, no. I know you played Thumper for yeah. a minute. Yeah, like Thumper or like Amplitude. Beat Saber. Music like, is just part of the DJ that. one. The which one? Beat Mania. Yes, or Beat Mania. Mm-hmm. Beat Mania was interesting. Beat Mania game's was hard. freaking hard. Yeah. Like people who are good at that game, they were like, and there was no like. Like, I feel like in Amplitude, like, you could start, and there would be like, oh, this is, like, an easy one. It's just, like, a couple every beat, and I can, like, practice to get used to it. But Mania was like, do you want to be fucking amazing? Well, then, otherwise, you're just terrible. Yeah. There's no, like, building the up to that. The learning curve is really like, steep. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. Something so, about, like, Beat Saber, though. Like, beat games are really satisfying. I will be honest. They oh, yeah. are very, very satisfying. Oh, definitely. I'm so, almost considering... Bu- sorry. No, no, go ahead. I'm almost... Con- my coworker, my friend at work bought this, but uh, the Quest, the Oculus Quest. Okay. And it's... Ex- uh, and it's expensive. It's the wireless it? VR. It's, a, it's the wireless VR. Oh, cool! It's like three hundred ninety nine dollars. Oh, US um, dollars. <laughs> but uh, it's them US dollars. Yeah, that's actually less than I thought it was going to be. It's so it's expensive. The vibe is still what eight hundred bucks, seven hundred bucks. 
something like that. This is standalone. You don't need anything. It's just in your hands. There's no wires. That's cool. Yeah. So it's but, supposed to like be much a much smoother like get rid of the screen door effect in your it, right. Yeah, it's much better than that. The graphics aren't as good as like PSVR. Really? I mean, they're they're close. Well, because like, it's, like, it's like Bluetooth thing to your computer, right? It's not using your computer. It's a standalone. That's weird. Wait, so, so, so it's, it's just a console on your. Yeah, I have so many on questions your on your head. <laughs> so he uses this as as I did a little while too. It's like exercise, but he's really committed himself to it, and it's a lot easier than using PSVR. Well, yeah, PSVR is yeah. set up. Like you don't have to turn anything else it's on. It's just. Yeah. I mean, I've talked about this at length. Like it's cumbersome. You know, yeah. I tried the splitter. You know, it just takes some effort to do. There's wires. Yeah. And it's it's cool once it's on my head. Yeah. But I, so I'm wondering if this investment is worth it to. I, I have enough decision fatigue yeah. when I'm just going through my little cross media bar and I'm like, what game am I gonna play? Like, <laughs> how many times am I gonna hit right on this D pad before need I hit the lowest X? like barrier to entry? Exactly. To get yeah. Yeah. And this to sort of adds that. Plus, it adds some exercise, which I'd like to do a little bit more of. Yeah. And this game is, I just still love that game. So. I will say though, yeah, with I the, thought I was gonna exercise the, with Beat Saber. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all bought a Wii Fit once before. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I uh, I would say that the PSVR is not just cumbersome, but like you have to move the table out of the way That's, and then push the couch back. And exactly. You have to set that up. It's just never... a different experience. It's, it's not like what I would call standard video gaming you know what i mean so like the quest you could just walk to a better area and use yeah it. that's what i mean yeah, like I, I got you. that is just i don't have to rearrange anything yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty convenient but that does make sense that the graphics are probably not as intensive because you're not using a, a pot or but anything. that's also not a very graphics intensive game yeah. you know i'm not gonna be playing you're, god of war on that or witcher you know yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like see like something like that would be I, it always goes back to the same thing with me always it's like man if i could just have that at my computer or just use it for like some functional use i don't even need to games but if the oleds like the the screens in the psvr like they like you said before they're before i bought it they're not as high def as i definitely wish they were mm-hmm. yeah and so like i obviously the technology prefer, is not there yet yeah right i yeah. obviously prefer playing my games on this instead of the psvr he's 100%. playing at a 4k tv yeah um so i have three other games that i'm playing right now <laughs> go that, that, uh, all right it's, well i have another 40 minutes to be here so yeah right, <laughs> no no i can i can go through them quick so uh i'll let you guys pick one of them is a new game one of them is a retro game and one of them is totally out of my element Did you go through all of them which one first? Start with the new, new game. One. So the new game that I'm playing uh, is uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. My right. backer mm-hmm. copy. This is my first, uh, I second, oh, yeah. second kickstarted game that actually delivered, which is pretty crazy. So and it has it comes ukulele? in like a little slip. Uh, I did not kickstart ukulele. Oh. What was the um, first one? Uh, Mighty Number Mighty Nine. Num- oh. <laughs> yes, that yes. was a successful Kickstarter. It was a successful through. Kickstarter. When you said delivered, I thought you meant. Positively. Like, well, because yeah. I, I also... I was going to make a joke, like, oh, what was it? Mighty number nine? <laughs> yeah, I, no. I thought... No, delivered, delivered as in, like, actually got a game. Because yeah. yeah. my third game that I Kickstarted, Star Mazer, came out, is never coming out. there was a playable asset yeah. at the end of yeah, this. No. My third Kickstarter game was Star Mazer, and that game is never coming out. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, Bloodstained, I w- was skeptical for for a while. They had a demo that came out for it a while back, four backers, that kind of showed you the first stage of it. Uh, and it was interesting, but my initial reaction was these animations are really rough. The graphics are not what I want them to be because it's obvious. Like this game is literally trying mm-hmm. to be Symphony of the Night, which is one of the greatest games of all time, uh, which is a 32 sure. bit 2D pixel art game. Right. Um, and this game is like fully rendered 3D graphics, and I, I was like a little weirded out because like the main character looked a little like it's this girl named Miriam, and she's like she looked kind of like 
for lack of a better term, like, like hoochie on purpose. You know what I mean? Like they're just trying to make a sexy vampire girl or whatever. And I'm Sign just like, up. and I'm, uh, I'm like, devil may cry sort of totally flair to her. Totally. And I'm just like, like, I'm like kind of whatever. I'm not really like, you know, offended by it, but it's like, you know, whatever. It's a great so, screen name. So the, I had, on purpose. <laughs> so I had a lot of skepticism going into it, but, uh, so when the game came in, I, I was like weirdly excited because I forgot that it was coming out this month. Right. And when I opened my mail, I was like, wait, what the, wait, what the fuck? Like, okay. Like, I guess this is what's happening. Uh, and upon playing the game, I'm about, well, they also launched a new trailer. They did. had like all the, up- I remember updated backgrounds. Yes. yes. Not animations, which was probably my primary concern with it. The no, they updated the character model. Didn't yeah. They? A little bit. Not, not, not as dramatically I as I wish jumping they animations had. were different. Yeah. So, I so showing, I remember watching this, yeah. this animation and being like, Oh, what an improvement. Yeah. So I'm about like, four hours into it now. And I think I've seen what, what the, the gameplay loop is at this point, like what, what the game's trying to be. And it's actually really good. Like it's definitely rough around the edges in some spots. Like the, like you're saying, the jumping animation is not awesome. Uh, there are certain weird quirks to it. Like if you die, your character has no death animation. You just continue playing until the screen fades out, which is a little weird. <laughs> wow. Um, huh. yeah, it's like a mistake. That's yeah. funky. Yeah. It's, it's weird. That's like, weird. I've only died once, but the one time it happened, I was in the middle of a boss fight, and I'm like, wait. And, like, I could still hear my character right. hitting the boss, and You're I'm like, like, what's happening? Yeah, I'm like, this is, this is weird. So it's a little rough around the edges. And it can't be right. I because, feel like there's got to be a glitch. To be forgotten. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. The game also crashed on me once, which was really annoying because I lost some good progress. But and how long are your four? You four said, hours. And how long is the game supposed to be? Uh, so four hours into the game, my map completion is at thirty something percent. I'm a little concerned you're going to come back here next week and be like, "This game, yeah, this game's trash." But I'll I'll tell you what, what it does. So do, have you guys played any of the old Castlevania games like Symphony of the Night or Aria of Sorrow yeah. on the GBA and stuff? No. So it actually melds many of the characteristics of all of the best Metroidvania games. So like the way the game plays is very much like Symphony of the Night like big map that you're trying to expand and all this stuff but then it takes the uh soul mechanic from aria of sorrow and it calls it shards so like when you kill enemies do you have a random chance to like take their ability and then use their ability like in the game whether it's like passive or like like if you kill a bat a bunch of times you can now throw bats at people or like if you kill an axe that's wielded or uh an armor that's wielding an axe then you get an axe as a weapon like really cool stuff like that right and it's blended into the game very well but probably the one element that i'm most surprised about is how well they articulate the story right so this character this hoochie on purpose character miriam actually has like a, a pretty fascinating backstory so the long and the short of it is, it's some time way long ago in Europe before the Industrial Revolution, and the church is losing power, right? Like, people are not going to church anymore, and the church is, like, losing control of, like, the country, right? Mm-hmm. So the people in the church are like, fuck this. Like, we're we're getting control back. So they hire all these alchemists to basically be like, listen, we need you to, like summon some demons for us so you can like set them loose on the world and say this is because people aren't praying anymore that now these demons are attacking everybody so then they do that and they start to get like out of control and then the alchemists are like well fuck this so they take uh like pieces of the demons which are called uh shards right and they say maybe if we have a way to control the demons we can instead like we can more tactically use this instead of slaughtering a whole bunch of people on accident right so then they they 
put the shard they like have this weird like procedure where they put the shards in people so that they can then control the demons this is where the main character miriam comes from she's what's called a shard binder she's one of the people that can control demons which is why you gain their abilities when you kill them oh cool um and basically there's like you and this one other guy and this other guy is basically like well now i've got all the power of the demons and i'm just gonna fucking rule the world because i'm a demon overlord or whatever and this girl's like fuck that you're making bad decisions so then (laughs) your job is to like go in to go in and find him and and stop him and all this sort of stuff but from there it it kind of evolves in a really interesting way so like in castlevania symphony of the night you're just progressing through the story you're just right. going right in this game you actually have like a a hometown right and there are people oh, in there's the like hometown. a town you can go to yeah oh, so that's cool and you're building the town as it's going so like you'll find somebody i, like I personally I like when shovel knight had a town i was like this game is fun now sometimes well, you're just so you so pleased. Just irreverent love for things. So so like here's here's an element, right? So like you meet you meet this woman in in the town and she's essentially like your um what do you call it? Like a bounty like quest giver essentially mm-hmm. but like there's actually like story bits to everything and it's like very like watered down but it's it's like enough to be fine so like it'll say like oh go hunt five wolfmen but when you ask her to do that she was just like she's like i need you to get revenge for these goddamn wolfmen that killed my husband go kill them give me like so there's quests like, yeah she's like give me peace by killing these wolfmen and then you're okay but then by like the 10th or 20th one you do she's like go get vengeance for jimmy though the chimney sweep of our town he needs to be like avenged or whatever and she just keeps on finding she keeps (laughs) on finding ridiculous people but there's that and then there's like a dude who if you find seeds as you walk around he'll like plant the seeds and like give you the crops that you can then turn into like recipes and like cook stuff for yourself and then there's another woman who's like making like a campsite to like bury the dead so you have to like find items So what you're saying is that there's actual like character no there's actual personality in this game versus like something at night you really only had your own your Alucard. And yeah, you just exa- didn't say anything anytime. You just killed a bunch of things. Yeah, exactly. And oh man, so there's there's a bunch of elements to it, and it keeps unfolding. Like I, I recently found a a hair a hairdresser who was like hiding in this thing. Well, it's actually a person who's cursed to be like a scissor hands monster, and they're like, wait, please don't kill me. Like the person who put this curse on me said that if I don't give nine thousand haircuts, then I can't be uncursed. So please, can I cut your hair? And then that like opens your character customization menu, where <laughs> now you can get new haircuts and stuff. So what if you customized yourself? Nine thousand times. I'm I'm also curious about that. Yeah, that'd be hilarious though. But I have a really like, weird weird thing to oh. like. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to change the the look of the main character. Is that, that why you booked that haircut today? No. Well, yeah, because somebody who was cursed. <laughs> uh, he got this. his yesterday. All right, I got yeah. mine today. Mm. I had my plan for two days ago. So yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so so four hours into this game, it's good. I'm I'm surprised by how much I'm enjoying it, even though it is a bit rough around the edges. Uh, it's definitely doing what I want to do, and it's scratching really. So it's game nice one of now. three. Yes. You've... So game. So now, do you want a retro game or something out of my element? Um, save the out of element for last. Okay. So I started playing. I know you just finished Persona Five. So I started playing Persona Three Portable on the PlayStation uh, PSP. Uh, I'm not very far into it, but the I I mostly wanted to comment on how the game is structured. So imagine if Persona Five played the way that it did, but it removed all of the walking around town, and instead it was just like picking items, items from a list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's weird because it it's like it's almost like less engaging, but it's more engaging because it's like immediately going into conversations. There's no walking up to somebody and, and having the conversation. It's just mm-hmm. like you click the button and now you're talking to that person. Yeah, um, that's like fast travel. It's just it's fast travel. Yeah, it's it's a 
Ultimate it's almost like a travel. consolidated so way of playing. So, four was the, the first I mean, time that they opened up with like a right. world that you could walk in. So, I believe in the original PS2 version of Persona 3, you do walk around towns oh, and I stuff. See. It's specifically this PSP one that's like more consolidated, uh, which is just interesting. To buy them on a UMD, that's why. Yeah, exactly. So, that's really all I have to say about that game. It's interesting so far. I'll have updates for that later. Okay. But the last game that I'm playing, I showed you briefly, is a. Uh, so, okay. So as Alex, you were saying, we're we're pretty well connected people, and we try to like understand what's going on in the gaming community. I like to think so. And for a long time, for the last couple of months, I've been hearing about this game and people talking about it. Uh, this game called Auto Chess. Have you right. heard, have oh, you heard of man. this? So I've I've only ever heard about it, and I'm like, all right, what the fuck is Auto Chess? Right? Like I've I've seen people talking about it on Twitter. I've seen like n- a number of Reddit articles being like, there are like five new Auto Chess games coming out. And I'm like, what the fuck is Auto Chess? Right? So, uh, I come to find out that it is a Dota 2 mod. I've never played Dota 2 before, um, but I've played, like, MOBAs, right? Right. Uh, And what Auto Chess is, is it's almost like a deck builder. It's almost like a a deck builder crossover with a, like, like an RTS tactic strategy game. It's really weird. So, essentially, the rhythm that the game works is it's you versus eight people. And you have your board, right? And at the beginning of each turn, you get one gold, plus, like, an additional gold if you won the last round, or if you're on a winning streak, you get more gold that way, etc., etc., right? Um, and with that gold, you it gives you a random selection of five units you can buy, and they all have different classifications, human, warrior, orc, mage, whatever, right? And you basically pick one, and then you place that unit on a chessboard somewhere on the first half, anywhere on the board. And then once the round starts, it randomly assigns you any other of the eight people that you're playing against. And it takes their unit and board and puts it on top of yours. And then your characters just fight each other automatically. You don't touch anything. Hence auto chess. Right. But what makes the game interesting is as you progress in these rounds, uh, you continue to buy different things. And, and like a deck builder, you're trying to consult, like create the best deck that you can. So like you get synergies if you have, like let's say, two mages on the board. And let's say you have two mages and two beasts on the board. Then you get synergies for them. So it's like maybe the mage synergy is like all of your allies get plus 10 magic attack. And then if you have two beasts, it's like now everybody gets plus five defense or something. And you're trying to essentially create the most effective deck that you can with the decisions that you can make. And then you place them really interestingly on the board. So it's like you might have a, a melee tank person that you want to put way up front. And then right. like a ranged person that you put in the back. Uh, or like an assassin that jumps to the back of their board and hits their ranger and stuff. So it's like there's a bunch of really interesting elements going on. It's a very bizarre kind of game. I'd I'd liken it to like a Hearthstone. Right. Um, but yeah. It's definitely interesting. Like it's, when I was watching you play it, it seemed like it, it could be a game that you would get really far down into like, well, if I get presented with these units first, I should go in this way. And then you slowly like build out your own tactics. Yeah, there's a serious meta to it. And I can understand like, so to give you an idea, there are 4 million uh, five star reviews on this game on Steam. It's like, wow. it's so weird. And I was like 4 million people, like presumably like who the fuck writes reviews, right? And 4 million people said that this game was good. Like that's it. That's insane to me, right? Five stars. So I was like, okay, I, I need to understand what's going on with this. And the learning curve was a bitch to figure out. It's right. not an easy game to figure out. But once you start like kind of learning the the ropes and like like knowing what buttons to click and stuff, it's it's really interesting. It's almost like a brand new genre, which is why I think it's getting so much uh, attention yeah. right now. It's kind of What's it? What's the game called? It's called Auto Chess, Dota Auto 2 Chess. Auto Chess. So if you have Steam, so this game's totally free. I've heard, I've heard yeah, if you have Steam, I would just install Dota and then go into Arcade and then search Auto Chess. Do you play with friends at all? Uh, I believe you can, yes. Um, 
it's it's pretty it's interesting it's a very interesting kind of game are you uh, trying to play it like are you like thinking about playing it often like hearthstone it's a very passive game so it's kind of like when i'm done playing my like big games for the day and i just want to sit down and like watch a youtube video or something i'll just have like my youtube video on one screen and auto chess on the other and i'll just like kind of you know softly play both and it Mm -hmm. feels good to win like it's a it's a fun game i've not won yet but like i've won a lot of rounds i've gotten very very far i came in second in one which was like pretty pretty it's a battle royale chess deck builder yeah game it's cool but I just wanted to acknowledge that game as something that exists, and now yeah. it's like I know what that is. So when people are like, "Oh, this new auto chess game is coming out," now I know what that is. Uh, sorry for just talking everybody's ear off for the last. 40 <laughs> no, that was minutes. good, Liz. Speaking how how are we doing on time? Great, great. You can hang out more, Liz. Excellent. I have one last thing that I want to add. I did actually buy five games. I forgot to mention the fifth one, which, which was Witcher Three, and I played it a oh, little bit. Really, and I will say. Geralt's voice acting kind of sucks, and also yeah. Roach what? is terrible. And Geralt's uh, voice acting is awesome. I, Geralt mm. is like the best character. Hey, not <laughs> you should be practicing more like this. All right, good job. We're gonna go out this way. Yeah, okay. that's Justin's in the tutorial like. area. <laughs> yeah, right. I, mean, I played it a little bit. Yeah, you're right. I'm just in the beginning stages. I've only played it for three hours. I'm not saying that I don't like it yet. I will say that the controls are funky. You need They're to change like, one of the. I think the the right like the camera is too sensitive. I think I have to turn that down. I think I like, did do that because it's like jerking around like crazy. Yeah. Also, you also have to change that. how he runs because I'm pretty yeah, sure like if you picking up the... things is very difficult. There, there's an option you need to change too. Okay. They, they they patched in later an option so you can move tighter and not yeah. be like like a big boat. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's on by oh, default. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, on by default now. I think after they patched it, that's on by default. Okay. Oh. Okay. So. Because we are a news-oriented podcast, <laughs> let's 40, we're going to rapid-fire through some news because Liz has all kinds of things going on in her life, and we need to uh, respect her schedule. So, Put you on the spot. Yeah, I don't know why this became such a big thing. <laughs> I think I had to leave at 8. Yeah, I was like, uh. Okay, so let's just jump straight into it. So E3 was last week, and we got a bunch of news about all kinds of games, and now we have a few updates to those games. Uh like I mentioned some of them before, Jedi Fallen Order, uh, Pokemon, Breath of the Wild, and uh, Avengers. Some of this news is not great, so why don't we jump straight into it? So first off, let's talk about uh, Jedi Fallen Order. So there were two new pieces of kind of like addendum information to this that um, that have surfaced since then. So the first thing is, is that Jedi Fallen Order, uh, the developers wanted to uh, clarify... I believe this was a, a reporter wanted to clarify that the game is actually a uh, more of a Metroidvania game. It's the type right. of thing where you get mm-hmm. skills and develop yeah. and progress that way, which is interesting because I don't think that that was shown very well in the trailers. It looked and I'm like a into lin- that. It looked like a linear. It looked like a like an mm-hmm. Uncharted or something, you know? Yeah, or more Not like, like a Tomb Raider. The corridors Force Unleashed. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Walk forward, slay some bugs, and yeah. then have a shit progress. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Turns out it's going to be like a game. Right. Like I'm excited. <laughs> like, I I was interested enough by the footage where I'm like, this game seems pretty cool. But then hearing something like that makes me even more interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how this affects you guys, but uh, Ryan McCaffrey from IGN confirms that no human dismemberment yeah. is going to be in the game. Oh. And that was confirmed mm, by LucasArts. Which is a little weird because it's like, you have a it's lightsaber. a freaking it's a lightsaber. lightsaber. Well, yeah. kind of the, point. the article said that, that it came from LucasArts. Yeah, they that said there that. there will be no, you should you cannot do human dismemberment in your yeah. game. Which is weird because really? that's, it's in the movies. 
They chop Luke's hand off. And yeah, they chop Darth off a Maul lot of him. gets chopped in half. And yeah, <laughs> Anakin's arm. Like people are slicing up all over the place. But it's usually yeah. like a special moment. You're not often seeing like heads getting chopped off. I think uh, we can all agree. Cantina scene that you with Obi Wan, he chops off that hand. That yeah. wasn't really that special. It was. That was a pretty special scene. You Luke, remember it? Luke chops off a Wampa's arm. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not a human. They chop, yeah. They chop off a lot. They Vader chop off a lot of droids and Obi Wan into dust. He, be- he becomes nothing. That's how bad he chops. Oh no, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Actually, I guess now that I think about it, you don't see like legs getting chopped up and them sliding off of their legs and like falling over and bleeding. You only to death. you saw one person get de- decapitated. Who's that? It was uh, Boba Fett's dad. Uh, but you Django, just Django Fett. Django. I was gonna say Jabba Fett. Jabba yeah, Fett. Yeah, him too. <laughs> yeah, right off. That's true. That's right. Hmm. So in, interesting. Do you think this is like I? I honestly don't care. I'm kind of like it's weird, right? Like obviously, I think a more mature one would be better. But I mean, I'm still well. The game I'm looks pretty game. generic, I mean, so the the Metroidvania does make it look a little more interesting to me. If you're using a lightsaber, you go up against anybody, some sort of life form, and you. How are you going to beat that? Guy? Yeah. How are they going to simulate his death? Well, I remember like, in the know, trailer you saw like burn marks and a bunch of sparks fall out of him. Well, you, then, saw, yeah. well, you saw him kill people in the trailer. It's, it's like, like it's like burn line. marks. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's not realistic. I read an article that's like, yeah, but it, that was all cinematic. Yeah. They were saying like, no, it was it was gameplay. They were saying lightsabers are just underpowered in all the video games. Like, they, yeah, they they try to make them just like a regular sword, like a tool a that you can use. But that thing, that thing costs you everything in the movie. Yeah, yeah, right. What was it? Uh, what was that? In the... Should be Metal Gear Revengeance. Who is Ned Stark? That game was character? awesome. That should be Jin. When he like goes through that huge door yeah. and it's like yeah. they put like two extra layers on it. Shit. Yeah, and he's just like, I just sticks it in, just yeah. leaves it there, and lets all the it all metal up. melt around. That was, that was it awesome. That was a great ah. scene. I wanted to be. I wanted to be like. I want it to be like, like, to be like yeah. yeah, like that door. Yeah, like door. <laughs> I wanted to be like Metal Gear Revengeance, where you sort of maybe you break their guard and then their guard goes up and then you just. Slice, 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 you just slice pretty much up. slice them up, or what you slice that? up a door. What was that Metal Gear game? Yeah, just, just talking about that. That's what Metal just, Gear Revengeance. That's what I just said. Oh, is that what you just said? That yeah. is what he just oh. said. Yeah. I missed that part. Metal Gear Revengeance, awesome game. Revengeance, guys. What are you thinking about Pokemon? Hard, Actually, hard I'm, transition. I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited for it. So, eh. the new, new news that came out with it is that uh, the new Pokemon game will not be supporting the national Pokedex, meaning yeah. that it will have its own Pokedex. It will not. That's be fine. a part of or add on to the I, so all the well, numbers are going to be confused 790 whatever yes all the numbers are going to be confused that's fine i know Bulbasaur people is now number 45 I, kn- <laughs> I know people are upset about that uh how that you can't get every pokemon in this game they're yeah. just their yeah. own brand yeah but like i am fine with that like i do not need all of those i keep it concise i agree that because they like bought into this air pokemon air whatever pokemon it is. bank pokemon bank which is five dollars a year by the way it's like a monthly service. And to, is that to, just to shoot your Pokemon into a, into a cloud? It's to airdrop it's just, all of your yeah, Pokemon into a cloud. Yeah, to airdrop all their Pokemon. And I've been like, you know, playing all these other games to get all these Pokemon, thinking that they could add it to the next it's basically every Pokemon. every 3DS one on. And then they said no. Well, because yeah. like if you did that, I feel like you, if you can trade with that right off, like right off the bat, wouldn't you be way overpowered for the game like immediately? I mean, Probably. Also, they have to animate. Though. All of those Pokemon. Yeah, yeah I mean, it yeah. makes sense yeah. why it's not there, but I like. 
giving them all like a there's giant... a certain core audience that's probably your most dedicated audience that's upset about it. Yeah, oh, for are, sure. Those are the guys well, who figured out how to play the uh, Pokemon MMO game on the computer. Yeah, but Pokemon has always been like more for the casual audience. Like there, there's no doubt that there's like the most hardcore of hardcore audiences for that game. Oh yeah, EV training. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But like. You know, I think they're trying to hit the most yeah. wide cone of people. I don't think people. it's fair to say, though, that Pokemon is for is not for them. It's the it, most it, for it them. is also for them, but it's like, but is, would it be would it be helping them get a wider audience by including that? Maybe, but it probably won't hurt their you know the most casual audience. Everyone's still going to buy it. Even the har- hardest of hardcore are still going to buy it. The other negative yeah. thing that's been floating around about that game, I think I posted it in chat, but there's that picture comparison of the tree. In Pokemon, they showed a tree on the left side from Pokemon Sword and Shield mm-hmm. versus a tree that was in Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And borrowing assets? The no, oh, okay. not even close. The tree like- from Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield looks like it's from Ocarina of Time on sixty four. Wow! Like all the grass is just a palette, like a yeah. a, a pattern. Mm-hmm. The the tree is just this mottled brown garbage that's like and, a piece of paper and uh, when you walk around that exactly, it's, it's the same angle right. yeah. and then the leaves <laughs> oh, are just like really? pixels and then on the right was breath of the wild with like lush grass popping out yeah. of the ground I mean, and honestly, when you're tree. in the what's it called the, the field the uh, wild the area, area. Between, the wild, wild zone yeah like it when we first saw the trailer it looks pretty empty there's only yeah. patches of grass and it then everything else is a pattern like halo 2 i just yeah I, I just it didn't feel it felt kind of like, halo, like you're saying like nc4 like a graphic yeah surface right just a repeating single pattern yeah but the concept of just wild pokemon running around and you could just i'm still excited for it (laughs) i'm all about that i don't need it to be high graphics i mean but wait they could have used it but are we we actually talking about like i didn't get i didn't hear this i didn't read this article or see that report but like are the pick are the are the trees really posted it yeah their tastes suck they look bad yeah (laughs) there's no grass on the ground it's just a flat don't look it up now we'll just look it up later everybody's looking everyone's on their phone right now well while everybody's on their phone i am going to initiate the next topic because i know we are actually we are just about done so the last we're gonna skip breath of the wild for now basically breath of the wild news was like hey we made a sequel because the dlc teams had too many ideas right great um so the the most interesting one to me, and this is because I've, I've kind of been, like, weirdly, like, I've had a very, like, odd perspective of this game since we saw it, but Marvel's Avengers, made by Crystal Dynamics. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? I think mm-hmm. I think we all agreed on our last podcast that the uh, character designs are not awesome. Right. They just don't look very good. They're like marshmallows. They, they're just a little weird, right? Yeah. So Crystal Dynamics said that they will, uh, they will not... And it's we- like the the key here is that they commented on it at all, but they said that they will not be changing the designs of uh, of the characters. Yeah, that's fine. In that game, doubling down on it. Yeah, which is uh, yeah, which is a little concerning, especially because when you compound that news with uh, another IGN article that states that uh, while there will not be any loot boxes in Avengers, there will be microtransactions of some sort. Um, I believe that it's because in the, they made it a point very like clearly to say there was going to be no loot boxes, and then instantly like everyone's like oh yeah, and then like I listened to some podcast and the podcast was like yeah no loot boxes, but there's obviously going to be microtransactions. Yeah. Like, they worded that very they didn't like if you 
Go back because everybody's like, oh, there's not We're a not microtransaction. Like, for you free. heard, right? You heard yeah. they said no microtransactions. They're like, no, 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 they didn't. They said well, there's going to be no loot boxes as if that's a positive well, this is the same when there are that, still microtransactions. This like, is exactly the same thing yeah. that they got caught up with with Borderlands 3, which is like the, the same thing. They're like, hey, no no random chance or pay to win, but you can totally still buy microtransaction shit. And not just those fine. pieces of news really bother me, honestly. Well, it's it's the reason why it's of interest to me is because both of them are negative facing news. And it's like, I'm True. not like, while I'm sure the game is going to be popular because it's a Marvel game and obviously it's going to be crazy popular. It's just like, I don't I mean, think that it? that's the best look right out of the gate for it's them to not get. As but like microtransactions... If you do it the right way, and it's not thrown in my face, I don't care, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, it can be on the side, and if people want to spend their money on that, and it doesn't affect my game, yeah. that's I think fine. that's what, that's what like, our perspectives on microtransactions are. But, like, it the overall stigma. stigma, right, is a negative connotation. Yeah, it's like, it's a worse game because they have them. And that's but why that's just that's a why, popular opinion. Yeah, but that's, even, oh, that's sure. even, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, but that's kind of, like, swept over. It, like, it controls popular, a lot of the, like, public... And not to mention, yeah, for, them to announce, yeah. the for them to announce that, that. It's, uh, that it's like loot boxes aren't in this game, they're making they're like paying homage to the fact that microtransactions aren't really something that anybody like wants to do. Most why of the call time. it? Why go out of your way to call something like that out? Well, when because you have I, th- I think in the game. well, I think this is a, a misunderstanding from the developer's perspective, where it's like people think that spending any money that's not for like proper full DLC on a game after it comes out is like sinful, right? But the developer was like, oh, well, it's the the randomness chance that's the sinful part because you're buying something that you don't know. But if you could just buy something, then that's fine. Well, this gets to the whole confusion <laughs> of that argument in general, like why people hate loot boxes. Yeah. Well, what's, yeah. what's it also... It seems like a bad call to, to go out of your way to say something because yeah. then if this comes up, people are going to be... Well, I guess in, the, in this way, it's yeah. like, well, there's no Dangerous. random well, chance. You're people right. say you just buy stuff from a store. Pe- so. One of the huge arguments that people dig into is they hate like they hate the random chance. Yeah, right. yeah. So they'll dig in on that. So, but if you get rid of that, then people still put their pitchforks up for well, because I, any kind of microtransaction. Yeah. Well, because I, I think mean, people if look just at pitch the game. Nobody would be talking about it. I think the 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 problem is is that specifically about the cosmetics thing or or like the microtransaction thing is most people think that if I'm spending sixty dollars for a game, like I should be able to unlock that stuff in game. You know what I mean? Like I shouldn't need to addition like pay additional money to get a cool costume. Like I should be able to unlock it in some way because that's how it used to be, right? And now I understand that it's different, but it's like I that's uh, that's at least my impression you know of that to? argument. You know what? Nowadays it's it goes kind of like along the si- <laughs> same lines of like what is it? Video games as like a service. Like yeah. the entire mm-hmm. idea of like them continuously putting out additional patches to make the game better or get, like giving that service to maintain things as they are right. so that yeah. things work better than they do. Right, you, exactly. So, like, but I feel like a lot of people, a lot of consumers don't, like, understand that. Yeah. It's not a game. It's not a $60 game like it That's was a back good point. in the day. Well, yeah. it, it is funny or that you say that because I'm the more I'm, like, thinking about it, I'm looking at Avengers as, like, probably more of, like, oh, geez, probably more of, like, a Destiny-type game because they said that it's going to be supported for years to come, right? Uh, yeah. I don't All know. Right. It could like, be two years. I, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was under the impression before it came out that this was going to be, like, a single-player narrative-driven experience. Well, when they say years to come, that just means... I mean, they could put out three or four DLCs over the course sure. of two years and just patch it in the meantime. Very possible. Very possible. It would be interesting. I feel like it could go either way, but yeah, I don't yeah. Know, time will tell. But for now, I think that that's a good wrap to this podcast. There's a lot of games to talk about. Yeah. And there's so many games coming out in the next few weeks. Do you know what comes out? Crash Team Racing comes out this week. Yeah. Like, like yeah. in two days, which I'm super excited about. Uh, super... Uh, 
which called Mario Maker Two comes out next week. Was that friend my uh, that game my friend Pedro that I posted? That game yep. looks really cool. That game comes out I think tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. Yeah. So like, there's just, there's stuff on the way, and this man, I'm excited. There's games I want to play. Yeah. But before that, let's, let's wrap up this podcast. I'm Justin. Thank you, listeners, for hanging out this evening. It's been great. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Alex. I'm Alex. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> and we will see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.